0: This is Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer, where we set the table for Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and seek to edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at Greenville House of Prayer. Now for today's broadcast. We're back with another episode of Table
1: Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. Glad you've tuned in. We hope you're doing well. My name is Curtis Carr. I'm here with my co-host, Dustin Hughes. Curtis, how are you doing today? Wonderful. It's good to be back with you. Hey, man, do you mind if I... I'm going to jump right in today. Is that okay? Go for it. Let's go
2: for it. So my pastor this past Sunday shared a verse, and when I heard it, I made a note on my phone because it reminds me so much of what... Uh, we've started to do with these shows lately with interviewing yeah. some great men and women of god so i'm going to read the verse and this we'll just jump right in if that's okay uh second corinthians 4 7 says we now have this light shining in our hearts but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure this makes it clear that our great power is from god not from ourselves and as i think about the men and women that we've interviewed uh, they're great people you know wonderful people but really what we're highlighting is we're highlighting the treasure which is christ in them and they would all say that they would all say (laughs) that they're just servants of you know fragile jars of clay who are who are servants of god who are allowing the glory and the light of Christ to shine through. So hope that was a good segue yeah, into yeah, who we have this yeah. week and everything. We've got another fragile We've got jar another of, fragile clay. Jars of clay here with <laughs> yeah. us. But, uh, but that their, their power that who Our guest is today yeah. is from
1: God, not from himself. I just thought yeah. that was a great
2: verse to kind of describe what we're. we're and
1: we that. do have with us uh, Will Broadus, who is the pastor of Reconcile Community Church. Welcome. An intro. Then. Thanks oh, for being <laughs> here, man. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, I echo that. Um, yeah. You know,
3: the scripture says that uh, the say the saying is trustworthy. Yeah. Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners, of which I am the foremost. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel that. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, and we've we've been doing these interviews. Um, you know, we with Table Talk, we set the table for Christian conversations that do, you know, we'll explore scripture, we'll encourage people in their prayer life, Uh, but one thing we've felt led to do over several weeks now, I mean, probably a couple months now, is uh, hosting local pastors, ministry leaders, people who have a heart for the Lord and the kingdom of God in our area and just give them a platform to share their heart, what they're doing, how people can get connected to them. We feel like that's important, you know, mm-hmm. to celebrate the work of God in individuals' lives but also uh, in ministries in our area that are advancing the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd encourage you, you know, our listeners, if you if you haven't, um, You can go find our archives on our website at ghopsc.org. That's G H O P S C. Dot org. We'd love for you to uh, further connect with us there as well. You can find us on Facebook, or you can join us for one of our monthly prayer gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Will, let's let's jump in. Uh, and you know, we we like to start these by just tell us about yourself. You know, tell us how the Lord got a hold of your life and you know called you into ministry, and uh, how you got to Greenville as a, a local pastor. Sure,
3: sure. Uh, so I was born and raised in Greenville. Uh, so so a native. We, this yeah. is my home, and that's a uh, becoming Got here by birth. Then right? that's right. So, yeah. It's becoming increasingly rare. You didn't uh, choose that. You didn't choose no, that. No, right? no. The Lord chose that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I I grew up. I'm um, um, kind of I don't know Bellmead Yeah, if you know where Bellmead is, but it's kind of um, near 85 and Whitehorse mm-hmm, okay. is is that intersection. Um, and so, A uh, group in a family that uh, we talked about the Lord. Um, we went to church sometimes, um, but 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 uh, not necessarily consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, my my parents were divorced when I was three, mm-hmm. and and um, we just kind of um I uh, spent a lot of time with my mama, me and mm-hmm. my mama, mm-hmm. yeah. um and I have a sister who's uh, ten years older than me, so when I turned eight, uh, she went to college, okay. um but I, I um I was really concerned about people uh, liking me, uh, thinking that I was cool or, or hip. Now I sound like I'm old, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And um <laughs> and so uh, I just really uh, got into um. Some of the the not kind parts of, of hip hop culture, like wanting to you know, cuss people out, wanting to wanting to fight people, things like that. Yeah. Uh, my sister, uh, she really started walking the Lord uh, after she went to college, and she lived mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And she would send me these uh, these Christian uh, hip hop CDs, and like m- most of the time, I did not listen to them. <laughs> like I was just like, cool, that's what's up. Uh, but I would go visit her uh, every spring break. Just go spend time with her. And um, one time when I went up there, she was uh, at this point, she was on staff at a church. And we had to go to the church early because she was uh, teaching a, a Sunday school class with her husband. Hmm. And I was mad. Hmm. And I could not even articulate why I was mad. Hmm. I just did not want to be at church. I was hmm. angry. I didn't want to be there. And uh, my sister gets pretty straight to the point, And she says, what's wrong with you? And I said, I don't know. You know, like, I, just, I don't know. And I was—I was—I was 14 at the time, and I was just going through that, and like the, nothing happened at that point in time. But I think it kind of started some some uh, thoughts in my mind. Um, but not too shortly after that, I remember sitting in uh, my bedroom. I, I wasn't even doing anything. I was just sitting on my bed, and I had this overwhelming feeling that God loved me, hmm. and it just—it hit me um, out hmm. of nowhere. And in my mind, I'm like, "Well, how do I let God know that I know?" You know, like yeah. how do how do I let him know that I feel that? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I did two things. I got I had a I had some pretty like some pretty filthy gangster rap stuff that was that was not nice. And so I threw all those away. Um, I threw some magazines away that I shouldn't have, mm-hmm. and I got a hold of a pocket New Testament, mm-hmm. and I began to read it until two or three o'clock in the morning for weeks, mm-hmm. um, just reading, devouring it, and I ended up reading it at school. You were still fourteen at the time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And um, through reading the scriptures is is really how the Lord saved me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, imagine that. You know, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, the thing that, that uh, stood out to me is um, my favorite verse is John seventeen three. It says eternal life is to know the one and only yeah. true God and Jesus Christ whom He sent. And the craziest thing about that is I I didn't know why the Lord wanted to know me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I did I had no misconceptions about my sin about how far away I was from him and how I was not on his team. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he still wanted, he me.
1: Still wanted me. He still mm-hmm. sought me yeah. in Christ Jesus. That's good. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, if you're tuning in, we're here with Will us the pastor of Reconcile Community Church, which is a uh, local church in the Welcome community. Uh, you can find out more about them by visiting their website at reconcilecc.org. Uh, so, you know, the Lord got a hold of you by... Really, just you know, you, you encounter His love in a way, and, and praise God for you know older sister that yeah. that'll call you out and so and pour into you, yeah. and I'm sure your family is praying for you and all that. Uh, so, how did you? What track did you go on? You know, post high school, to, yep. to did you know you are going to go into the ministry immediately? What what's kind so of that So I, I got process? into
3: ministry on accident. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I got saved, I immediately wanted to tell my friends. Mm-hmm. So. I'm still in high school, and I'm trying to figure out how to tell people about Jesus. What high school did you go to? Jailman. Okay. Jailman. Yeah. okay. And so I remember, like, those same Christian rap CDs I had. Well, now I listen to them, right? Yeah. yeah. And so this is back in the day when you had, a like, a portable CD player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I used to ride the bus to and from school, and not everybody had a portable CD player. So people are always asking you you kinda listen to that? Yeah. And yeah. I'll just be sitting there waiting. I'm like, somebody asked me. You know like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna the give you a evangelism tool, now, of the poor. The they player. totally stopped asking me after a while because yeah, <laughs> they realized yeah. uh, what I was listening to. But I um I wanted to reach the my um, my friends, I didn't know how, and I I loved the scriptures and I was reading and in my mind I was like, Well, Jesus was Jesus. I can't do what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. But I remember reading in Acts and the apostles, was like, we're just men. And I was like, Okay, well, what do they do? And no. they seemed like they prayed a lot. And I was like, well, maybe I should get people to pray. And so I, I talked to a teacher and I was like, can I use your um, your schoolroom to pray in the morning? And he's like, it will be open. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> and then I got, I got some friends and I was like, yeah, I'm going to pray. These people, like, some of these people weren't even with Jesus, they were just my yeah. friends. And so we get there, we get in a circle, we pray. I'm, I'm not even sure I had been to a prayer meeting before. Mm-hmm. And so we, we pray and literally, like, I mean, a minute. And I'm, I, I, we were standing in a circle. I open my eyes and I look around and they're like, what are we going to do now? And I was like, oh, I ain't even thought that far. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I'll teach you something. So that's how I started teaching. Uh, and who knows what I said? Lord knows. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> Just some of your high school friends yeah, getting together. yeah. yeah. Wow. And so then every week we would meet and tar- start uh, going through scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started teaching and teaching. Um, And I also started uh, leading uh, my school's fellowship with Christian athletes. And so I would teach uh, there as well. And just, I felt, I felt a burden that other people would know how good Jesus was. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things, when I got saved and I told my friends, yo, y'all know about Jesus? And some of them were like, yes. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like we have never talked about this, but you didn't want to be in that same situation. No, I was you like, I was be. like, that we not that's not gonna go down. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we we, yeah. we have to do something different. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and so you you ended up going to North Greenville. Yep. From there, yep. um, did you know that you were going to be a pastor at the time, or did you so, you were just hungry to to share the gospel? Obviously, yeah. Uh, did you know what that would look like in a professional context or a? I an can tell occupation? you what
3: I hoped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, when nice. I was. Reading the book of Acts, which is my favorite book, I just saw what Apostle Paul did, mm-hmm. going around planting churches to people who had never heard, and I thought, well, that's that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to do that, whatever that looks like. And so I went to North Carolina to train to be a missionary, and I wanted to go to, to groups of people in the world that had never heard uh, of the name of Jesus. Yeah. That was my motivation. That's mm-hmm. what I what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I, I uh, got a degree there as uh, interdisciplinary studies and I got Christian studies and international business because a lot of the countries that don't have uh, access, they're closed. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I, need to, I need to get a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I met my, my wife, uh, Becca, at North Greenville. Uh, we got uh, married two days after I graduated. Mm. And then um, I went to seminary uh, at the, the Southern Baptist Seminary in Louisville. And uh, I actually uh, ran out of money <laughs> to go swimming. <somewhere. laughs> so then I just lived in Louisville, Kentucky <laughs> for a while. And I was kind of, I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of mad at the Lord. I was like, "Why wow, yeah. I'm over here. Yeah. Um, but as I was um, praying, the Lord really convicted me, said, hey, if you want to go be a missionary somewhere else, you need to do it right here. And so I lived in a, in a government housing project. And that, that was not because I was trying to be evangelistic. That's where I could afford to live. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, well, I want to share the gospel with my neighbors. So I also worked uh, at, a, at a bank. I was like, I want to share the gospel with my coworkers. And so people started to come to Christ in my neighborhood and started to come to Christ at work. Mm-hmm. And then the pastors of the church that I went to at the time, uh, they, they said, hey, you know, there's not a lot. A whole lot of church planting focus that goes to low income areas mm-hmm. but they need it and would you consider doing that and at that point i was very confused because like well i, I want to go to the end of the earth yeah, yeah. i want to go somewhere else mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. was my my goal but i i respected them and so i was just i was in this internal wrestle yeah i'm like what do i do 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 i because louisville actually it's um the geography is is similar in the sense of you know west greenville has the the track record of being the the not good side of town Mm -hmm. uh but west louisville had that that um track record too so i was like well do i go to west louisville and plant a church or and so i'm just struggling praying this was a really hard time for me but i was praying one day and i felt like the lord spoke to me very clearly and um, he said, "I want you to go to Northwest China and teach English." And I was like, well, "That was specific." Wow! And was that, that was just in a prayer. That time was just I was just praying, wow. and yeah. I uh, told an accountability partner. I was like, "Hey, man, um, I feel like the Lord wants me to go to Northwest China." Was now, China was,
1: ever on your radar before
3: that? Yes, but so I had a heart to reach Muslims. Okay, I wanted to go to to where um, there when there's there's actually a large contingent of mm. of. Uh, Islamic folks uh, in the western part. Yeah. Now, is North northwest western.
2: China like West Greenville also, or is it completely different? <laughs> west. west. <No>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> out, 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 somewhere west. Somewhere time, west. Go west, show. young man. That's right.
3: Uh, <laughs> and so I, I told my accountability partner, and I was like, yo, I, I, this is what I feel like the Lord said. Like, what do you think? He's like, I have a friend who leads an organization called Northwest China Teachers, and he's in town this week. Do you want to meet him? Uh, and I was like, like, I think I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I should probably do that. And two months later, I'm in China. Wow, really? two months. Yeah. later. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. And you were married at the time. Married, and did, I, did we, Becca
1: have a heart for your? Yeah, we name, we Becca?
3: she also she got a degree in missions. Okay, okay. And so she had a heart for that. We moved. My son, my first son, was four months old when we moved. When you moved, wow. and wow. we sold everything. Like we had now, four suitcases. Yeah, we sold everything yeah. else.
2: Now, was it an open-ended trip to China, or was it like yeah, you yeah. were going yeah. for like a I'm certain like, like, amount of time? We
3: are going <laughs> for however long. We yeah, we like, might die here. I don't know. Yeah. You know. But for however long. For, for however long, it was long-term, in my opinion. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you
1: went to go teach with the organization. Yeah, and so we it, did
3: some, some evangelism on the low. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Know, some secrets. As you could, yeah. Secret yeah. ops stuff, yeah. which was fun. Yeah,
3: so, awesome. so
1: talk a little bit about that experience. I mean, that you know being yeah. there, how long were you there? Can I you was, talk about that process and how, yeah. if you thought it was open-ended, how did that the Lord yeah, redirect it? Yeah. yeah, so... Well, <laughs>
3: i i thought we were just going to be there i wanted i wanted to be there that like i wanted to do what apostle paul did you mm-hmm. know and i'm like we're, we're here let's get it um but basically i was i was um charged with developing a strategy for for um, a particular area and um i i was really not knowing what to do but i knew i wasn't fluent in the language so i was like well i'm gonna have to find somebody to speak english to evangelize at first mm-hmm. and so i went on a college campus and i walked down the street. And I yelled really loudly, Who speaks English? And um, after, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's 100%. That's exactly what I did. And then, (laughs) and then then after a while, some people had come up, you know, like I do. I'm like, Well, great. I was like, Do you want to start an English club? They're like, Okay. And so then we would talk about um, morality, philosophy, um, but really, really hammer in on the idea that if there is a common morality, there's a common law in the heart, then there is a common law giver. Yeah. and from that moment uh, I would say hey if you're interested in knowing what I believe hook up with me mm-hmm. and so then I would meet people like in the corners of restaurants and and things like that um sharing sharing the word but the, the interesting thing is like I would get people to the point where they're like yo I believe in this and I'm like oh snap <laughs> okay and I'm like so we go into the water you know like <laughs> yeah. you gonna get dunked and they're nah. like well I don't know about all that I'm like what do you mean and they would say well you you're American you know i'm I'm my nationality and and y'all do that but we don't we don't do that over here now i knew that to be untrue Mm -hmm. but i i didn't i kind of was hit with a stalemate but an interesting thing is when i would share the gospel um actually secret secret christians would come up to me and they would say hey yo i believe that can you teach me how to do what you just did
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and so then they would come with me and we would have the the same scenario you do that, but mm-hmm. we and I'm like, hey man, this dude's right here. Uh, he he's with the Lord, so what's up? You know, like, mm-hmm. and I, I realized at that point in time the importance of uh, what in missiology we call the indigenous leadership principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And so that became my whole strategy. I'm going to equip indigenous believers to share the gospel. And I remember as I was talking to uh, some other team members about that. I really heard uh, the Holy Spirit say, "I want you to go back home and do that. Mm. I want you to go be the indigenous, to be person. the indigenous person." Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so at that point, I didn't, I didn't like have a a super clear timetable, but we knew it wasn't forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, what kind of sped that up is, um, and our uh my child's uh, my wife's second pregnancy had some health complications mm-hmm. and so we just we had to come back mm-hmm. due yeah, to those yeah, things yeah. and so we were here and and when, when he said when the lord said go back home i'm like i thought like america you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so i'm like man i'm going to new york you know like or somewhere <laughs> yeah, cool yeah, yeah. and he's like no 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 no, no. Like you're back
2: home and
1: i was like oh okay <laughs> you know like, I, let's do that then yeah <laughs> wow And so you ended up moving back here to Greenville. Yeah. And again, if you're just tuning in, we're here with Will Broaddus, with uh, the pastor of Reconcile Community Church in the Welcome Community here in Greenville. Uh, So you moved back from China to Greenville with uh, your young son and your wife that's pregnant at the time. Did you know that you were going to plant a church at that time, and and how did that come about? Give us the year now. Uh, Give give us the timeline about what what year this was.
3: Two thousand. Fifteen, sixteen. Something. So okay. this was when you moved
1: back. This is when I moved back. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: So I mean, did you know th- that you were going to plan a church particularly, and did you have any connections <laughs> with church planning organizations to do that at the time? I knew I wanted to plan a church. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I knew I didn't know how to do that.
3: And um. There's an organization called Acts Twenty Nine Church yep. Planting yep. Network, yep. and um. I. We just. There's a lot of agreement theologically and methodologically. And um, there, there is an Acts 29 church in the city uh, called East North Church. Mm-hmm. And I showed up one Sunday, and I'm not going to lie, I was, I was sad because I was, I was being Paul, you know, I was doing the thing I wanted to do, and now I'm back in my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I think I want to plant a church or something, something like that, you know? <laughs> like yeah, yeah. he was like, okay, I'll teach you. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's we're doing that, you wow. know? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so Pastor Todd at East North Church uh, took me under his wing, uh, did a, a residency there. Uh, to get prepared and got sent out from there awesome
1: and That's when cool. did you plant reconcile
3: so we got on the ground uh
1: in 2017 okay we launched in 2018 okay and just share where you guys are located and um when you meet just so we can yeah you know, yeah yeah so we're how we're, to get connected to
3: you yeah we're located at, at one ray street uh sundays 10:30 30 a.m we still our, our sanctuary is a little small so we still meet outside because yeah. uh, of the COVID stuff, um, yeah. but um, yeah, it's 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 really cool. The Lord has been really gracious to. Um, we have a lot of diversity, both like racially and, and socioeconomically, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome and as a challenge. Uh, yeah. But we're, we're excited to see what the Lord's doing. And,
1: and I've been to your church there. I mean, it's in the heart of that community, yeah. in, in a neighbor. It's basically a neighborhood church. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you've got, I'm sure you have a lot of interaction with neighborhood people who mm-hmm. may not be going to your church but they're they know you're there and yeah. you're interacting and you you and another one of your staff members lives there in the neighborhood yeah. which i love yeah. that you guys have planted your families there yeah. uh to be a witness there in in the neighborhood i introduced myself to a new neighbor the other week and i was like hey i'm will i'm this community's pastor <laughs> <laughs> but so that's great I'm yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if you need something i'm over there you yeah, know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah yeah what's the uh response been in the community what have you it's um so the another piece of
3: information is uh our community is the the highest concentration of poverty in the county Mm -hmm. Um, that was intentional um the lord was really working on my heart jesus said his his um gospel was good news to the poor Mm -hmm. um sociological studies uh show that christianity is declining in poor communities Hmm. that Hmm. was confusing to me Hmm. How is our gospel good news to the poor? And it's not concentrated there. It's not good news. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I was asking other people for advice, um, I didn't get a whole bunch. There, in, in, in the larger church planting world, mm-hmm. um, uh, most of the strategies are developed around go to the up-and-coming place uh, mm-hmm. in the city. Yeah. And so it was a lot of trial and error, man, a mm-hmm. lot of failing, and asking God for grace. But really the thing that we do is I'm just I'm literally in the streets. Mm-hmm. I just walk around, talk to people, build relationships, and we pray for people, we we share the gospel and that leads to us doing things like funerals for people, us being there when people hit crises. Mm-hmm. And it's a long term game. Yeah. Like, we build relationships and you know, we might not see fruit yeah. for a year. Well, wow, as as you share, I mean, you
2: experience the power of the life changing power of the gospel in your own life. And it's so encouraging to hear you talk about that you believe in the life powering, like the, the life powering uh, life change power of the gospel in other people's lives as well. And it's just so neat just to hear you talk about how. Like I mean, that's just simply it. Everywhere you go you want people to experience what you were able to experience and yeah. that's beginning at the age of fourteen with your friends when you called the first prayer meeting that yeah. lasted one minute. Yeah. Um all you know, to China everywhere you're going is you go, Hey, this, this gospel changed me and you believe that it can change others, even to whatever the communities are. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it sounds like that continues to drive
1: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah awesome. and to be willing to, to sacrifice um for the sake of of the gospel being proclaimed to the poor and the least of these you know, knowing a little bit of your story, just, you know, I don't care what it takes. This is what I'm called to do and I'm going to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. even through the, the hard, the difficult, yeah. the, you know, the, the, uh, hurdles that you, you've experienced. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, the Lord has been, been faithful, faithful in the midst of yeah. it. Uh, yeah. you know, you, I went and we hung out last week, yeah. which is, I really enjoyed going over there and seeing the church. But I mean, you guys were given that, property there in yeah. that in that community wow. maybe tell that story yeah, just really story quick we got a few more minutes sure sure so we'll we were
3: back. um okay so when i would walk around and meet people like i did i would say yo um, starting a church we meet in my house and they would be like, "Well, you tell me when you get a real one." I'm like, "Dog on it, you know." Like, <laughs> when you get a real one. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, "Well, we got we gonna have to rent somewhere." Yeah. Uh, and so, we there was a church in in the community, and I asked if we could rent it on Sunday nights. And so we started meeting there. We started doing midweek stuff there. This was a it was an old struggling church, mm-hmm. and but they were gracious enough to let us rent from uh, from them. Uh, one day, uh, the pastor of church calls me. And he's like, come to the church and he talk to you. And I thought, you know, I was getting called into the principal's office or something. I was like, Oh Lord, we're about to get I don't know what's going on. Rent's gonna go yeah, up or something. You know, <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, I'm retiring in two weeks. You want this? I'm like, do you want this building? Uh, yes. Wow. I do. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. And so that that's that is how it happened. Wow. And uh, the Lord was just gracious to do that. Yeah, yeah that's
0: awesome.
1: Uh, and when was that? How
3: how long that have you was
0: 2019.
1: Yeah. So okay. when we like fi- so final born.
3: paperwork was done. Yeah. Then, lots of renovations and stuff.
2: So yeah. if if people want to get connected with your church and with your ministry, what I mean, what's the best? I know he's mentioned the website. Is through the website. It's the best. Yeah, way to yeah. Do it. Go yeah.
3: through the website. Um, there's a there's a contact us form. and It's an email, okay. and, and it goes to me. Yeah, and yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd love to. to and that's at
1: reconcilecc.org. Uh, org. You can contact Will or the the church through that website. uh, It's Reconcile Community Church. Um, And, Will, we'd love to to, uh, have you back on for another episode. So if you're listening, stay tuned. We're going to have Will uh, share some more with us uh, next week. Hope you'll tune in. But um, as we close out, Will, will you just pray for our listening audience? You know, maybe there's some people who are listening who— uh, want to wanna grow and know the Lord more but really don't know where, where to look or where to turn mm. uh, maybe you could pray for that person or you know, someone who's uh, wanting to, to f- follow the call of God on their life but may not know what the next step is uh, yeah. maybe just pray yeah. into that as we, we close mm.
3: Lord Jesus I thank you for your mercy your grace and your kindness Lord I am praying uh, for an increased hunger for your word Lord, for those who want to grow, Psalm 1, it says that if we want to bear fruit, we'd meditate on your law. Lord, for those who want to to grow in their calling, it says that uh, in 2 Timothy that the word of God equips the man of God for every good work. And so, Lord, I pray for an increased hunger and a thirst for your word. And I pray that by the spirit, you would meet people, change people, transform people through your word i'm trusting you to do this because you are sovereign you are good you are enthroned in heaven and yet you condescend to love and to serve us so accomplish your work through your word by your spirit in jesus name amen
1: amen amen, amen. well thanks for tuning in uh will thanks for being here again will brought us with reconciled community church Uh, We look forward to to having you back. We hope you'll tune in next week. Um, Until then, yeah, give yourself to the Word of God, and, and He will impact your heart and change your life through the power of His Word. Until next time, God bless.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's broadcast of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We pray you've been encouraged and hope you'll join us next week as we continue to host Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at the Greenville House of Prayer.